The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hot Happy Mess. Celebrate your magic in the middle of life's messes. Hi, happy mess. I'm Ziri Hall, and this is Hot, Hot happy, happy Mess. Oh, shoot. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to Hot Happy Mess, y'all. I am your host, Ziri Hall, and we are back at it for another week of making the most out of the moments we're in and helping one another find the magic in the middle of our messes. Today, today, we are diving in to how to date with intention so that you can manifest your dream partner, okay? Your ideal human and kick all of those other nonsense, nonsensical nancies to the curb. What? I don't know. Anyways, uh, stay tuned until the end for this week's party trick. The one text you'll ever need to send to get a response from someone who is ghosting you. That's a big claim, y'all. Big claim, but I'm making it, okay? Our dating expert is going to hook you up with what you should send if somebody tries to go crickets on that ass. You hear me? Okay. How you feeling? Good? I hope so. I'm feeling pretty good. For me, it's the weekend right now. I am sipping a little coffee. Pro tip, throw a little Frangelico in that bad boy if you're feeling feisty. Little hazelnut liqueur. Um, only since it's the weekend, I, I make the excuse for myself that it's brunch. Brunch vibes at the very least. And speaking of weekend isms, um, today I am chilling out. I made spaghetti, so I feel like an adult with all of the things in my kitchen, like actual ingredients, I have been so bad about just delivering food nonstop. And so I'm trying to slow it down a little bit because it ain't cheap. And they try to get you. They try to, they try to play you. They try to play us like we're dumb, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. They're like, oh, no delivery fees. But have you noticed, or is it just me, that even though those delivery fees are technically free, these little service fees and secret charges and whatever the heck else is have started to slowly creep up. I'm like, okay, cool. My delivery fee was $0. But since when did the service fee become $13.95? Like, I will walk to the restaurant and get the food myself. 
So sometimes on principle, I do. I don't walk, but I'll drive and go pick it up. Anyways, mini rant. Sorry. Los Angeles is slowly creeping out of lockdown. Obviously, we're all trying to stay safe. And uh, we had a crazy spike recently and it's starting to level off. So outdoor dining is starting to open up again, which is, you know, kind of exciting. I'm cautiously optimistic for everyone. Uh, But speaking of outdoor dining, that means dates, right? Depending on where you are in the country, and maybe you're not even in this country, no matter where you are, no matter what country you're in, the dating game is ever elusive. And it's only become more complicated in this technological universe we're in these days. But whatever you're doing, I hope you're staying safe. Y'all better be masking up on these dates, okay? Don't be spreading the vid trying to get shows now. If you are dating or if you're thinking about it, then you are really going to love this week's episode because I'm going one-on-one with an amazing dating coach. And I got to say, I wish, I wish that I'd had a podcast like this, that I'd gone out of my way to learn stuff like this because I wish I dated more intentionally in my younger years. So I'm talking about like in college, immediately after, like my early, even into mid-20s because... I just kind of whatevered. Like, yes, I just made that a verb, but I feel like you know exactly what it is I'm talking about. Like, I was a girl who I didn't really grow up thinking about, you know, in any concrete terms, like my wedding day or the exact guy I would be with. Like, yeah, I have my crushes and whatever. Like, me and Jay Boog, <laughs> what? I was Mrs. Boog for a good three years of my high school experience. He didn't know it, but I did. That's all that mattered. I would literally... Right, like Jarrell Houston. I'm pretty sure that's his name, his full name, his government. Um, Over and over again. That's just how sprung I was for, eh, the sprung was probably a good six months. And then we went to a B2K concert and my papa and my grandpa took me and my friend and we were so hyped to be there. I had my little side ponytail uh, with the denim jumpsuit. This was real J-Lo, Jenny from the block with her denim jumpsuits and aviator sunglasses. They probably had rhinestones on it. Oh God, I hope there are no photos of this. And I was just on cloud nine that entire concert. And then at the end, me and my friend were trying to like hang around after and see if we could see B2K coming out the side. And he was like, if y'all don't get in this car, (laughs) this is probably the moment he was like, oh my God, is my granddaughter out here being a 14-year-old groupie? I will be damned. So we got in the car, we went home. (laughs) But anyways, that was a tangent, but it's one that made me smile. Uh, Because I was saying, I didn't really think super hard about like who I would be with in the end because I was so career-minded and focused kind of on what I wanted to do professionally from a really early age. I'm talking like seven, eight, nine, ten years old. But I didn't put as much thought into what my personal life would look like or my romantic relationships. But um, what I will say is, Had I thought more about what I wanted before I even started dating or started talking to different guys, it would have been way easier when a boy came around, to be quite frank, to be like, nah, 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 we're not doing that because I've already got my list. I've got my do's. I've got my don'ts. I've got my yeses in my nose and you ain't it. The red flags are waving. They are on fire. That's just how brightly they are burning red. I would have had that, but I didn't always. I was a pretty good judge of character, generally speaking. But every now and then, I might have dated, just for a little bit, I'm talking about like a few weeks here or a few months, um, someone that, in hindsight, I wouldn't have wasted any time on had I been more specific about who I wanted to be with 
before I got involved. Because it's like, as soon as you meet somebody, y'all go on a little dinner date, the vibes are there, he's kind of cute. Have you ever had it happen where you go out with someone and then suddenly what you want just slowly starts to morph or evolve into them? You know, or like, oh, I think I could, this could work. Or, oh, she's nice or he's cool or whatever it is. When you have that that list already kind of set out, it makes it much easier to just decipher and just cut through the BS and be like, this is what I want or this isn't what I want. And it will save you a lot of time and sometimes a lot of heartache on the back end too. Because what we don't want is to end up in a whole relationship and be like, how the hell did I get here, okay? Energy flows where the intention goes. So don't flow your way into homie out the passenger side of his best friend's ride unless, 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 unless that's what you want. Just be sure it is. No judgment, girl. I love riding in the passenger side of my best friend's rides. But I also like that I can get in my car and drive myself when I decide that's what I want to do, okay? It's kind of like there's this example that I love uh, that says, you know, it's kind of like if you decide to look for the color orange, right? No matter where you go, um, you set the intention, I am going to see orange things. And then you give yourself the day to look for them. You will see more orange than you have ever seen in your life. The orange of the street cone, the orange of someone's jacket, an orange car. Because you're looking for it, you see it. That that really is what I believe to be true about setting intentions and then watching those things start to come to you because it is so much easier when you know what you're looking for to notice it immediately when you see it. And that theory translates to relationships and to dating. So it is time to get our intent on. Intent on? Is that what you would, is that how you would say that? get our intention on. I don't know. It's time to date with intention, okay? So I've got an amazing dating coach. Here we go. Elsa Morick is a high-end dating coach and author who helps high performers captivate the people they want to date. We are about to captivate today, y'all. She has been featured in Tinder, Bitches, HuffPost, and a host of other places, dropping truth bombs about modern dating. And when she is not playing Hitch, Elsa loves binge eating cookie dough, teaching herself foreign languages, and belly dancing. My kind of girl. I love it. So here we go. This is Elsa. All right, Elsa, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited. This is one of my favorite topics. I just, I love, love, I love the psychology of it, how to make it last. It's fascinating and a little bit scary and sometimes very complicated, but that's where you come in, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I would say it's my favorite topic to talk about too, which is why I finally decided as an adult to monetize it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned in your bio, uh, you are a dating coach for, so for people who may be new to that concept or that idea, or maybe have preconceived notions about what it means, what do you do? I would, would describe what I do akin to what a personal trainer does for people at the gym. I just help take the art and science of human connection and I make it more digestible. So one of my areas of expertise is essentially helping high-performing men and women learn how to understand each other better so they can have more fulfilling relationships in a world where, frankly, dating has become extremely impersonal. 
And Mm -hmm. as you were saying earlier, even more complicated. So, yeah. And it's so funny because to your point about it becoming more and more impersonal, it's like the same thing we we hear so often these days, whether it's friendship, keeping up with your family, relationship, we on the surface seem more connected than ever because everyone is at our fingertips. But I feel like for that very reason, we take for granted the actual opportunity to connect because if I don't talk to him today, I'll talk tomorrow. Oh, I texted him. So that counts. Like that is not the same as sitting with someone face to face and really putting in the effort to engage and be present. Well, and there's just this illusion of options. Mm-hmm. So if you see, Ooh, talk about the thing, illusion. illusion, because it's really easy to have all these matches on a dating app and to think to yourself that these are all potential people that you could be romantically inclined to be with, which is only very partly true. Because if you were actually to get down to it, you're probably not going to have chemistry with a lot of people that you match with. But what that does is when you are on a date with someone, you're nitpicking because in your mind, you're like, well, I have this long list of people waiting 20 other people in the inbox yeah (laughs) or you might not even show up to a date you might flake all together and and it's not it doesn't just happen on dating apps like even when we meet you know when you meet people in person what i see a lot is just taking people for granted because there's Mm -hmm. this idea that there's always going to be something better which we will probably get into this i'm all for people holding out for their fuck yes match I'm all for that. (laughs) And that's what I wanted to bring up next because you have, is it a five-step methodology? The fuck yes approach to your love life, right? What is that? Well, it's three steps when I first start working with people. And then the last two steps is once they're actually in a relationship. But okay. Yeah. (laughs) Because I believe that the skill set to maintain a relationship is very different than the skill set needed to find a relationship. Dating and relating, once you're actually in it with someone, they're different. But mm-hmm. for the purpose of someone single watching this, the three steps that I walk my clients through are self-awareness, strategy, mm-hmm. and selection. Mm-hmm. Well, self-awareness, understanding yourself, knowing mm-hmm. your patterns, the type of people that you dated, why, understanding how your childhood and your relationship with your parents has an impact on the partners that you choose. Strategy, Mm -hmm. meaning like good old tactics. They're not the most important thing, but they're definitely important. Okay, wait, give us some strategy, Elsa. (laughs) Seduction is a strategy. When you are on a date, do you know how to really tap into your feminine essence and make a guy find you intriguing, not make him find you intriguing and show him that you're intriguing? Do you know how to express your fullest feminine expression? Do you, do you understand how charisma works? And this is all, these are all things that can be taught being a better listener. Mm -hmm softening your voice yeah laugh like laughing smiling showing him that you're having a good time strategy is also where to meet people right now it's covid (laughs) right (laughs) 
We had an expert on recently who was like, just slide in the DMs, take it to Twitter, Instagram. I never, never looked at the social media platforms as basically a way to make a love connection. But now I'm like, these relationships are popping up left and right. And they're no more or less random than if you matched with someone on an app or met someone at a bar. I love that you said that because I've always said that about dating apps. I have a lot of clients I work with. Like one of the first things they tell me is I want to get off apps. Like I want to work with you and get off apps. And I always honor if that's, if that's really what they want, I will always honor it. But I always like to remind people that the app is just a tool. There's Mm -hmm. very little difference between us being at a party and me introducing you to someone that I think would be a good fit. And I mean, there Mm -hmm. is definitely a difference, but like if your friend introduces you to someone, then the app matching you with someone who is in close proximity to you has similar interests. Like the app is just doing what your friend practically the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like I think you'll like this person. (laughs) Okay. So that's strategy. Seduction can be a part of the strategy. Okay. What else do we have in the steps? Selection. So selection is very, 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 very important. And selection is often where most of the people that I work with struggle because I do work with a lot of high performers, meaning people who are contrary to popular belief. Cause you were saying like some people might have a stigma around dating coaching, but I actually work with people mm-hmm. who are attractive, successful, and socially intelligent. So it's not that they don't know how yeah. to carry themselves or have a good conversation with someone, but a lot of times yeah. they don't know how to choose people. So what ends up happening Mm -hmm. is they drain their energy by hanging out with the wrong people and then kind of just assuming that everyone's like that. So why even try? Mm -hmm. So selection is about how do you start knowing from the very early conversations with someone, whether they are what you're looking for or not. Okay. And when it comes to selection, what sort of questions do you recommend people asking straight out of the gate? Like what is a, okay, let's save that for maybe day four or five. We don't want to freak them out. And then what is perfectly fine to kind of get to the heart of quickly so that you know whether or not you need to move on. What are you looking for out of dating? Pretty basic, but a lot of people don't think yeah. to ask it. Uh, right. Like met just on- fun long-term relationship, marriage, like get that up front. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And some people get kind of freaked out because like, is that too much? Like I have a lot of my female clients tell me, I don't want to seem like too much. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. if he thinks you're too much, then he's not the right person. And you want to know right. that up front. Like it's, that's your filter. That's your way of filtering people. So mm-hmm. what do you want out of dating? I love to ask, what was your past relationship like? There's so much that you can tell from someone's answer about that. Do they blame their ex? Mm-hmm. Do they take ownership for their part? All that good stuff. Um, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love to ask if your life is a book, what are the next three chapters? Oh, forward thinking. That was a little plot twist. I thought we were going to the the past chapters. Okay. So basically, what story are you trying to write so I can decide if I want to be a character? (laughs) Exactly. And because you don't want it to feel like an interview, if you start like, what are you looking for out of dating? Tell me about your last relationship. What's your goals for the next five years? The person can be like, whoa, like, wasn't expecting to show up to an interview. But when you sandwich in these like 
questions that are a little bit more abstract, but that still get you your answers. Like that question will tell you so much. Another question mm-hmm. I love is what's an ideal Sunday for you? Mm-hmm. If you won the lottery tomorrow, how would you spend your money? That one's really fun yeah. for knowing how p- someone manages their finances. <laughs> right, right. If they spend $999,000, y'all, in the next 48 hours, you might want to run because y'all are going to be broke together in love. <laughs> I've, I've had clients come back and tell me like, oh, he said he would travel all over the world and take all his friends with him. And she, oh that, that was all community here. And she was like, wow, yeah. like, you were yeah. definitely not a fit. <laughs> this is not going to work, but thanks for dinner. Have a nice life. <laughs> the final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that could become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. I just love icebreakers like that, conversation starters, thought starters. I was joking with one of my colleagues. We're both like the annoying girlfriend who's like, 
So I have a question for you. It's like two o'clock in the morning and you just want to like pick someone's brain. But I feel like when done playfully, even on those first, second, third dates, it can be charming and they're they're more um, apt to open up because it's like, okay, she's just, you know, maybe she's a little quirky or whatever. He's a little quirky, but like, I like that their head is in creative places. Who wants to go sit down at dinner and get asked the same thing a thousand times by a thousand different people? Or like you said, make it feel like a job interview. Nobody wants that. But I think it's all about presentation and personality. Yes, exactly. So get this. Like I actually have a service where I watch my clients on dates. Do you? Yes. It's a virtual service. And I basically, because I work with both men and women, I'll pair them up. Mm -hmm. And I usually pair them up with someone that I know they'll find attractive even if the personality isn't all the way there, I'm more concerned with them just being attracted to them, attracted to them. That way it feels right. like a real date. And then mm-hmm. I just sit and watch and I give them feedback. Oh, so I've seen conversations where the entire time they never get beyond small talk. It's just like, really? where do you live? What made you, what in, uh-huh. like, what in, inspired you to move there? Tell me about your job. And they go on these like, 25 minute tangents and I asked them after I'm like was that an exciting story for you to tell because you look like you're on autopilot the entire time and usually they're like yeah it wasn't really fun and then the the person listening to Mm -hmm. it I'm like was that a fun story for you to listen to and they're usually like absolutely not I learned nothing about that person story (laughs) and it's just so interesting how how many times I've seen that happen where people just show up to these Uh, days and they just get lost in nothingness And so like what you were saying, like presentation and personality. Yeah. If you bring questions that are very important to you, like if you're a woman who wants to date with intentionality and you're tired of Peter Pan's, you're tired of Mm -hmm. like men who are noncommittal and you're tired of wasting your build a boyfriends. That's what I call them. The ones that you just have to the build a boyfriends where you're just like, I'll take anything at this point. I'm going to, commit to his potential instead of what I actually see in the flesh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's a project, not a partner. Right. So right. Oh my God. Yes. want to end up in that situation. Like you have to ask these questions. And I mm-hmm. love that you mentioned personality and presentation. Cause that's all it is. Like you could ask that question yeah. while smiling and cocking your yes, head exactly. and getting all the information that you need. You, you guys can't see her right now, but just for the record, she's so beautiful and stunning. And she just did a little a little finesse, a little shoulder thing, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm already sold. I'm like, if I if I was ready to hit the market, if I needed dating advice, this is your this is your woman. She is a coach for sure. Cause she just turned it on and I was like, okay, date two, let's, let's go. go. So <laughs> like how could you not ask got... that question when I do that? Yeah. I it's so cute. In, yeah. And I look in your eyes and I ask my question yeah. and I listen attentively. You're right. going to give me everything I need to know. Right, <laughs> right. Oh my God, I love that. Okay, so we've got selection. What was the next one? Did I miss one? What was next? So self-awareness, strategy, strategy, and selection. And selection. Okay, got it. So those are the three that happen before someone's in a relationship yes. and you can help them with that as a dating coach. What are the next two steps that happen after they've sealed the deal? After they seal the deal, it is solidification and sustainability. So Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is 
we've been seeing each other for a while now. I really like you. I met your friends. You've met mine. We've passed all the tests. How are we going to solidify this relationship? Mm. Making sure that... And what does that look like? What does that mean? Yeah. It looks like different things for different people. First, and, and it also looks like different things at different stages. So what I like to say about these five steps is that you're actually always kind of cycling through them. Even once you've sealed the deal, mm. you still have to be self-aware. Even when you're in the relationship, there is still strategy right. to communicating with your partner. There is still selection. You have to keep choosing your partner over and over and over and over again. Mm. And you're still mm-hmm. solidifying your connection years later, and you still have to do the work to sustain it. So this is not yeah. like a one and done. Um, but for solidification, right. it I might mean that. the exclusive talk, the define the relationship conversation. It might mean like, okay, well, now that we have defined the relationship, I would like to hear from you every day. And I would like, mm-hmm. a, it, like I, what I would really, what I need from you is to hear a good morning and a good night. Like that makes mm-hmm. me feel seen by you. Yeah. I, that's, that's another example of solidifying your commitment to someone. It also might look mm-hmm. like, you know, once you feel ready, having the, are we fit to move in together conversation? And if we do move in together, Got what it. does that look like? Do we get our own place? Do I move into his place? Does he move into mine? So all those like nitty gritty logistical details, if we're long distance, is one of us going to move closer to the other? Like now that you've passed Mm -hmm. that phase where you're like, I've selected this person, there's actually Mm -hmm. a lot of logistics involved in how to make it work day to day. So that's what that solidification is. So we're talking like the roadmap of the relationship now. Like what's our North Star? What is guiding us? Kind of building up those pillars to figure out what type of foundation you guys are are building a relationship on. I love that you bring that up because a lot of people don't think about that. Myself included. I've gone through that. You're just, you're in the honeymoon phase and it's fun and it's great and it's whatever. And so that sustains you. And then you kind of turned a blind eye to like, the everyday stuff, you're like, oh, we'll figure it out. Love will conquer all, whatever. Inevitably, like the good vibes kind of like maybe simmer a little bit and they can still be something good, but you're not as love, you know, drunk. And then you're like, wait, we never figured out who the hell we actually are as a couple. So we're just free falling right now and technically in love. <laughs> I, I have a friend whose fiance told me she's the starter and I'm the finisher. And what he meant by that was Uh she comes up with ideas for us, like big life ideas. She's, she's a visionary. I actually execute. Like she chose the house. He's the closer. Like, so she chose the house that they were going to move into. She was like, I feel it. This is our home. And it had just gone on the market. And I don't know if you know anything about Austin's real estate market, but like, it's very hard to buy a home car. It's crazy. Yeah. This is like the best right now. Lord knows. Well, yeah. because also a lot of my LA friends are heading that way. Everyone's piecing out for Texas. Exactly. For good reason. At least in Austin. I love Austin and Dallas. Yeah. Austin's, uh, Austin's my home now for sure. But yeah, he was like, she's the starter and I'm the finisher. So that's something that you solidify as a couple. Like in my last relationship, mm. he cooked, I cleaned. That was our setup. Mm. We got very good at it. We developed a system. Yeah. Like he got the groceries. I organized them all into the cabinet. So like there's small yeah. things that you, you negotiate as a couple or that yeah. you, it, it's your ability to make deals with each other. Like let's deal make, I don't like the word compromise, but let's deal make, 
and negotiate as a couple like so that, that we're both getting what we need. I love that actually, because I have certainly felt sometimes when it is, you know, quote unquote compromising or whatever it is, you're like, it shouldn't feel like a battle though. Right. Like it shouldn't like I, what I hope for, you know, everyone listening for my relationship is that meeting in the middle does feel like a deal where both sides are winning because we're on the same team and not like, okay, he won that one. I won this one. So we're just conceding to one another back and forth because that's not fun. (laughs) No. And every other contact context, you wouldn't be happy with a compromise. Like the energy of the word compromise just makes it feel like someone had to lose. Right. So deal making and then sustainability is how do you keep it going? How do you keep Uh it going? How do you keep evolving as a couple? How do you keep your intimate life passionate? How do you keep seeing each other? Even when things get hard, even when things get mundane. And that's, how do we do that, Elsa? Help us, help us. I was going to say, like, that's, the most, that's probably one of the most challenging things. But I, if I had to sum it up, I would say two things. Never stop getting curious about your partner. In other words, mm-hmm. never assume that the person who left that day is coming back as the same person. Always be wow. curious to their growth, how they're changing, how they're because they're always evolving too, right? And then the second right, thing right. would be never stop getting curious about yourself and the life that you're building. Because what happens a lot of times is when we're in partnership for a long time, and I know I can relate to this on a personal level, um, we start assuming that the other person is just who we know them as. So we talk to right. them the way we talked to them yesterday. And mm. we, pr- we project onto them who they've been without seeing that they're growing and they're changing. And wow. maybe what they needed last week is not what they need this week. And we right. stop doing it for ourselves too, because we get so wrapped up in this identity of like, I am a partner to this person that we forget like who we're being individually. And right. I want right. to be careful not to say we, because not everyone experiences this, but I know that when I say we, I at least mean I've seen that in past partnerships. Like the other person and I just stop getting curious about each other and about yeah. ourselves. Well, you can say we and mean me too. So it can be the two of us and, and anyone else who decides they they relate, which I'm sure is many people. I think we've all, most of us at least have experienced that. So I love that you bring it up. Um, what do you think when when we talk about limiting beliefs, right? Dating with intention, a big part. It's one thing to say, I'm going to manifest the man or the woman of my dreams. I'm going to manifest, manifest, manifest. But manifestation is a, is a concept that can only work if truly deep down in your gut, you believe you're worthy of and capable of getting those things. So how do you coach folks out of their limiting beliefs so that if they are dating with intention, they're vibrating at a frequency that even allows them to keep or sustain what might come their way because of what they're trying to attract? You're speaking my language now. Yeah. Manifesting love and letting go of limiting beliefs. I would say that before, for anyone listening to this, Before you go on your next date, really assess how you feel about you. Because 
one of the most common things that I see happen after dates, and I see this happen with my friends too, is they walk away asking themselves, did that person like me? And Mm -hmm. I don't hear often enough people asking themselves, did I really like that person? Are they a vibrational match for me? And the only way to know whether you're manifesting with precision is to observe the people that you attract. Because I believe that your lovers are your mirrors. Everyone that you attract is a mirror of you. So if you're, if you're not liking the quality of people that you're seeing, then do more work on yourself. Yeah. Do more and, and, yeah. and work can mean meditate. Work can mean spend time saying affirmations in the mirror. And work can also mean hitting the gym. <laughs> like it can mean... Oh no, that's the last one I want to hear. That's the first one I need to listen to. <laughs> I'm always like, please God, no. But it, I always feel good after. You're so right about that. <laughs> yeah, because it's... It, it, First of all, you're going to be more confident. And second of all, you have to be realistic with yourself. Like if you're not attracting the quality of a person that you want, whether it's someone who's as successful as you want them to be or as physically attractive as you want them to be, it's probably because you haven't attained that yet in your life or you just don't believe that you're worth it. So you have already attained that success and you do have the whole package. You are the whole package, but you're just not believing that you are. And if that's the case, then you have to check out the stories that are going on in your head. Because we have about 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And yeah, and our brain's a machine. So you think a thought, you think, why would he like me? He's like so accomplished and gorgeous. And I'm sure he has like 20 other women trying to get his attention. And then a certain emotion pops up shame, insecurity, doubt, and then more thoughts are produced that are like the previous thought mm-hmm. because that's how the brain works. Mm-hmm. It's like an algorithm. Yeah. So it shows you yeah. it shows you more of what what you're thinking. So I would say right. that I like to break it down like this. You need to stay smart, but you also need to surrender. Mm. So stay smart, stay smart, but surrender, stay smart, but also surrender. And if you're not seeing what you like in other people, if you're not attracting the quality that you're looking for, do more work, become the person that you're more work. The final season of power book Two ghost is here and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. 
There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more, connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and an Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. And if at a certain point someone decides more work includes uh, dating, coaching, uh, and you come into the picture, what is the next step? If someone's like, you know what, I think I would, I would want to, you know, sit down with Elsa or talk to her. Like, what would someone expect for the the beginning of that process with you? Just call, email. <laughs> the first step of the process would be a, an application. It's very okay. short, not very long, but it does ask those probing questions that really what I'm looking for is how committed are you to this process? How committed are you going to be to this process? Because I've said no to people before, because I felt like from the first conversation that we had, they were still blaming other people. They were blaming the city that they lived Mm -hmm. in. They were blaming their job. They were blaming COVID. And I get that it's a hard time to be single. Like I totally get it. I'm single. And I completely understand the challenges that single people face. But Mm -hmm. if you are still in a state of mind where you're going to blame things on the outside, we're not ready to work together. We're ready to work together. I mean, that's just one big limiting belief, right? Like (laughs) that's one big red flag that that that's not going to work even if they want it to. So anytime I hear like all men this, or all women that I automatically turn down the application because I'm just like, they're not ready. And it's going to be a very frustrating process for both of us, but there's an application. And on the application, I basically just want to know how committed are you to owning your shit? How committed are you to looking at your patterns and saying like, okay, I've unconsciously done the same thing over and over and over. Maybe I've done a little work. Maybe I've read some books. Maybe I've worked with a therapist. Maybe I've watched some YouTube videos, but I have a pattern that's been consistent and I haven't been successful at breaking it. So can you help me? Can you reflect back to me? What are the things that I need to do differently so that I can start changing the timeline that I'm on? And that's the first conversation I have with people. So we paint the vision. Okay. 
of what that looks like. Paint the vision. And I assume you also hold them accountable as obviously the dating process starts and there's feedback. You mentioned you watch dates. Do you ever match make tour? Is it more of like a, I can guide you through the process of, I met a guy or I met a girl and I just need feedback as I go on this journey with them. So there's different ways to work with me. If you're work, if you're local to Austin and you want to work with me privately, there actually is an element of matchmaking involved. So especially now with COVID, I recognize how challenging it's been for people to meet each other. I actually see it as an opportunity personally, because I don't think anyone was that happy anyway, meeting at bars. (laughs) Oh God, no. (laughs) It's like Russian roulette every time you go out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I like right before COVID, I gave a talk actually. And I had a room of like, I don't know, maybe like 45 people that were single, both men and women. And everyone in the room was complaining about dating. And this was back when you could go anywhere you wanted, anytime you wanted right. with anyone. So people were right. not happier right. back then. So I actually think that COVID is, has been an opportunity. It's definitely challenging, but I do think that it's been an opportunity for people to slow down and minimize yeah. that illusion of options that we were talking about in the beginning. But anyway, if they're in yeah. Austin, it's really uh, it's really fun to work with me because I actually wherever they are, it's really fun to work with me. But if they are in Austin, if they happen to be in Austin, um, I do host events that people nice. can join. And at the events, okay. the guest list is usually very curated. And it just allows people to mingle with other singles who are going to be in a very similar place to life as them. And usually, or they don't, they don't always have to be in a similar place to life as them, but they're, they would make a good partner to where they are. Got it. And if you're not in Austin, there are also very fun ways to work with me because I have, I host group coaching programs where men and women get to learn from each other. So essentially, I like that. Yes. Yeah. So even if you're not here, like there is a whole bunch of things you can learn. I combine men and women to practice dating. I set them up on practice dates. I also help them communicate with each other on the calls so that they can see what resonates and what doesn't. Because women have the tendency to communicate with men as if they're women, as if they're Mm -hmm. hairy women, as Dr. Armstrong says. (laughs) And men have a tendency <laughs> to communicate with women as if they're hairless men or less. Right. right. I'm, I'm pretty well, I was going to say less hairy. <laughs> I got to say, matter of fact, I think it's time for me to get the razor today. <laughs> but you were saying, so people can reach out to you. You can work with them virtually. Obviously, so many of us are doing that in this day and age now, especially. Yes. You can work with me virtually and you will learn a lot about how to consciously connect with the opposite sex. As we wrap up, Elsa, if people want to keep up with you, just follow along with the content you're posting and, or maybe, you know, book dating coaching, where can they find you? ElsaMorick.com. So my last name, my first name is E-L-S-A-M-O-R-E-C-K.com. On Instagram, I'm Elsa Morick. Perfect. Elsa, this was so much fun. Thank you. I can't wait to uh, pick your brain at another a later time because this is so fascinating. I'm all about limiting beliefs and manifestation and energy vibration. So it's nice to hear it in the context of relationship. Um, and you have a really great perspective. So thank, thank you. you for your time. Thanks so much for having me. Hi. Happy. Yes. 
Thank you again so much to Elsa. Hope y'all enjoyed that conversation. Are we ready to get out here? Are we ready to get out here and start dating with intention, y'all? How you feeling? Tweet me, text me, slide in the DMs and tell me what you loved about this episode, what you've tried, what's working. Uh, By the way, this week's party trick, because no, I did not forget, is the one text you will ever need to get a response from someone who is ghosting you. All you have to do is go to Elsa's website, elsamorick.com slash one dash text. That's E-L-S-A-M-O-R-E-C-K dot com forward slash O-N-E dash T-E-X-T, okay? So go there and you'll find out the one text that you ever need to get a response from someone who is ghosting you. And if you decide you want to book a session with Elsa, get your high-end dating on, get some coaching, then just mention Hot Happy Mess when you book and you'll get 10% off. You'll get a 10% discount on our services, okay? So elsamorick.com, elsamorick.com slash one dash text for that text. Get out there, up your dating game. Thank me later. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and text it, share it with just one friend. Just one. Uno, por favor. Or two, if you're in the mood. Uh, I hope you guys are loving it. Keep up with us in the meantime. Me on Instagram at Zuri Hall, Z-U-R-I-H-A-L-L. And follow Hot Happy Mess on Insta to keep the good vibes going. We will see you. I will see you. We. Who is we? We is me and all the clothes in my closet. Because yes, I'm back on the floor. I just have really good sound absorption in here. Okay? I will see you next Monday for another episode of Hot Happy Mess. Bye. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that could become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details.